Australia had two early ones. And that'll mean the man, Virat Kohli. Wow, what pressure he's under now. You can just see his attitude. Look at him striding out to the crease. He's up for any challenge. The fans absolutely love him. I used to look at Virat and think he's he's got like Australian fight in him. He won't shy away from anything, but he's going to be certainly tested against a fired-up Josh Hazelwood and Mitchell Stark. Just from memory, he played an on-drive to get off the muck, and great players play on-drives. It's the hardest shot in the book to play. Your balance has got to be perfect. you got to watch the ball. Punter used to do it all the time. Get off the mark with an on-drive. I used to be batting at the other end, Gummy, you're a freak. Oh, what a shot. That is classy stuff from Viragoli early on. Nicely driven. I've almost felt if there's 11 people get picked out of a billion and a half, you've got to be pretty good. You look at Virat Kohli and you see energy all the time. And yet Virat Kohli, when he's batting, is a different entity. He's almost lost in his own perfection. Nicely worked away again. This is a man full of pure class. When we had Pat Cummins or Josh Hazelwood or Mitchell Stark bowling fast and swinging the ball, he just made it look like it wasn't what it was. That'll go all the way down to the rope, and that's 50 to Virat Kohli. At times, as hard as it is when he's belting you around the park, you really do just have to sit back and sometimes think that's just amazing. He's done it! Virat Kohli, his 25th Test Match century. Virat Kohli is the best part I've ever seen in my life. Hi all, in part one of the, our preview to the Border Gavaskar series, me and Sri discussed on a wide variety of topics such as my uh, affiliation to the Australian cricket team over the years and how it's continued even now despite uh, the team not being world dominating or world beating across formats. And we also look back on some fond memories of watching cricket in, in, in Australia uh, uh, growing up. Now, moving on to the second and last part of our preview segment to what promises to be a cracker of a contest uh, between India and Australia in the test matches coming up soon. Uh, we at Cricket Unplugged look at various aspects like is sledging good for the game how much of sledging is is required and what what are the personal takeaways for someone like me as a Australian fan from the test the documentary which came out on Amazon Prime uh, uh, a year back and we also end the show on a very interesting and unique way by picking a combined India-Australia level and this is to reaffirm that this is a team made out, out of players who have played in Australia from India and, and Australia. Thank you. dominance at home against India but I think nothing stands or nothing is as special as these these couple of spells and I think Bumbra will hit his zone when he mm. has the rights so it's going yeah. to be a factor of a contest Jasprit Bumbra at, as, at his best against Warner Smith Nabishin in Australia it's going to be amazing I think in a few weeks then no mm. Yeah, it's, it's it's really nice to hear from an Australian fan that uh, his the three performances that he can, he can remember are all Indian bowling performances. Anyways, yeah. so uh, just 
So going along the lines of what uh, uh, you spoke about a little earlier when you were talking about Virat Kohli's knock, you spoke about a, a verbal battle between Kohli and Johnson. Mm-hmm. So if general sledging and controversies have played a big role in uh, uh, in, in in all India Australia series, uh, it, I, like I remember, you know, a, a couple of test series ago, I think in last tour or the tour before that in Australia, there was a segment called Sledgehammer where, where right. uh, like, uh, like like Ravi Shastri spoke about his sledges and you know so this is something that is fairly prevalent in India Australia battles. Uh, what are your thoughts on sledging and what were, uh, what are some of the interesting sledges that you remember? Yeah, so it, it actually it's a if you have to sum up the india australia rivalry i think one big factor would be the verbal battles or mm. the stretching then followed by the actual action on the field and sledging my personal thoughts of course i am a fan of the australian cricket teams i am not a australian so i don't know why they they took the route in the first place and i am not an extremely big fan of the sledging, but I am when they play, I play uh, England in the Asses. So I don't mind every player going all out that time. But apart from that, I'm not a big fan, to be honest, of the sledging when it, when it matters, when you know that the uh, opposition batsman will mm-hmm. get rattled by a few words. I am all, all for it. Like when you know, like let's say in this current Indian team, with the form we have, Hanuma Vihari, Prithvi Shaw, Ajinkya Rane, all extremely talented batsmen. But you know that you can cause them lot of worry if you give a glare or two, a quiet word here and there. So that that is what makes an Indian Australian batter even more more spicy, and it has made been so all these years. So I think. We can expect that to happen to these players. I think they will be pretty much uh, mum when they ball to Kohli, I guess, in the first six months at least. So they know what what happens if you sledge Kohli. So that, that aside, the most, of course, a lot of uh, fond and rather forgettable memories as well, if you had to call it, come, and come when, you, when you talk about this topic. So one is the or the hue and cry which happened on the monkey gate scandal. Yes, right. Australia were not the as Kumble said it. Only one team played in the spirit of the game. But you need to be little little bit pragmatic. I am not expecting uh, any Indian fan to be in specific to support what Australia did. But I don't think Andrew Simons would have reacted the way if Harbhajan Singh didn't keep his mouth shut. So it started from Harbhajan Singh. Probably Simons could have ended it in a better way. But you need to look at the chain of events. Before this series happened in India, when India and Australia played one day series in India, Mumbai and Katak, there are banners calling Simons monkey. So you go, you stoop to that level. And Simons is not a character you'd want to rail up even for fun. Because you know how he bats. Right. You don't want, you don't need that. You can look at some other batsman and say maybe he can be tamed if you talk something and or or try to bully him type. Simons is not the guy. So first of all they got the wrong guy, if you ask me. To hmm. sledge to, <laughs> to sledge. And it went too far. That yeah. whole debate, the series got spoiled in a way. And I think that would stand in uh, high up in when it comes to sledging and banter between these two teams. And on a, on a lighter note, I think what happened in 2018 with mm-hmm. uh, Rishabh Pant and Tim Payne, that was epic, I guess. Rishabh Pant behind the sums, he has not done much with the bad post that... Uh, series to be frank but uh, the way he was sledging Tim Payne and uh, 
uh, some camp caught caught everything like uh, temporary captain babysitting there's there's a lot of banter it was amazing all those series was headed in india's way the way mm-hmm. that it's a pant was almost uh, shoving it into timpen's head by saying you are going to lose the goal the way it happened and uh, overall that series as well even virat kohli had a couple of words to say here and there so it was mix and mitchell sack giving a glare or two so amazing the b- battle between the india and australia mm-hmm. i think is definitely in incomplete without stretching now i am go I'll be curious to see if that happens this series because from what we saw in the one day series so far i mm. think it's too much of ipl hangover because you have warner and uh, mumbra patting each other and uh. K- rahul checking on uh, aaron finch finch got hit on helmet come on dude you are playing india asla series for crying out loud so you need to back off they are not playing ipl here so i hope all the friendly and i recall that lovey dovey i with what i used earlier all those uh, emotions get over by the end of the t20 series and you get to see some fierce cricket on and off the field it will add to the fun i think hopefully it happens right this series as well right so uh just going along so to summarize your view you are uh, okay with sledging as long as it's just banter which is pretty much what i think uh, justin langer also told his australian team as in we saw that in uh, uh, the amazon prime series called the test for those of you listeners who haven't watched this it's a documentary about how the australian team went through a transition phase post the ball tampering scandal in 2018 it's a great watch and i highly recommend it so uh, on these lines like now that you have watched this series what are the positives you see from the transition phase and what are you expecting in the upcoming test series so i think first before getting to the positives from the uh, documentary and what i look forward i think it was very pleasing to see that australian cricket and the australian cricket board went out and put this documentary because a lot of misconception happens and gets spread in at least indian media about how australian cricketers go about it. of course there are players like even a ricky ponting who's in your face there but there are cricketers who are loud more than like almost on par to abt villiers like a michael assi bretley who are also also from australia so you need to understand and perception of australian cricket was at this lowest i think in the opposed the ball tampering scandal so it was really refreshing and from my personal takeaway i think from that uh, series eight eight series episode was the fact where jl or justin langer says that it's high time we become role models for our country again so that sums up what cricket in australia means so and it pretty much sums up what it means to our uh, guests cricketers across various countries as well you are role models to lot of young young talent who look up to you as inspiration for various reasons like for me i took up leg spin after watching shane wall so if you have uh, all the wrong things things being uh, portrayed about the team it's not it it definitely wouldn't have inspired me to model shane wall or, or follow so the that kind of thing to bring out the real side the human side what goes backstage so i think truly commendable stuff and then of course you don't see that happen with many other uh, i wish it happened with indian team or even a pakistan team for that matter what happens backstage because lot can be said what happens on the field 
but half the battle is won backstage in in my personal opinion so that was great from the series point of view but the positives is definitely the sledging has become more of a banter now so mm-hmm. i think before the scandal happened what people so does the the sandpaper gate scandal so there's too much of talk even from my vantage where it got too much of talk and un un uh, warranted talk especially from mitchell sark glen maxwell glen maxwell at that time now at least is a very effective spinner who can ball 5 6 overs quite uh, quite overs but at 2016 17 he he was bowling a couple of dot balls and he was howling uh, uh, abuses at the opposition batsman so it was not going anywhere it was just <laughs> one side is letting absolutely no use wasting your uh, time there so that has toned down which is great from a personal point of view and your emphasis again what jl said the emphasis of bringing out the best version of the player on the field so you leave all the baggage behind you you just come out on the field and you perform and if you look at asian cricket post the uh, the slanger came they were number 8 in t in the t20 rankings now they are number 1 they are number 6 in odis they have, they have are number 1 now they were number 1 and they are now after mm. beating india 2-0 they are number 2 or 3 in the uh, test rankings and now thanks to the new rules put up by the icc for world test championship they have overtaken even india as well no so we look at where asian cricket was in 2018 march to till now this truly commendable truly asian spirit and that dominance may not be visible as much on the field but if you look at the results and the progression that's exactly what the series and what fans like me wanted to see because there was enough potential of course i'm not going to get back the that golden era where he had um mathi hayden opening and glen glen magra finishing off 11 mm. i'm not going to get such teams and to be fair no team no country is going to get such a great team again so you need to look at what you have and from what i saw in the big bash and from what little i follow in the sheffield shield there's enough talent in australia and cricket and it's great to see how justin langer has particularly laid plans for every every format and i think that is also brought up in the test where he said 20 cricket requires specialists so you have glen maxwell coming up the order you have dashi short you have marcus stanis coming at one down so all these players may not ring uh, too many alums for uh, any uh, any even indian indian bowling lineup like samia bumrah but you know that they are on the right track asla because these guys have performed extremely well in the big in the big bash playing the same role so extreme clarity and of course he was part of the golden era as a player so he knows how it feels to be at the top for a long time so mm. not at long time long time so so that uh, feeling and that spirit to bring asian cricket to where where it was earlier i think that is the biggest positive from the documentary test and what i am looking forward is it's fact to say that india are not going to be favorites the same around because you don't have rohit sharma so of course rohit sharma hasn't performed uh, that uh, praise worthily or you can't heap praises of his test match potential overseas but looking looking at the pitches in australia even in 2018 it is it is tailor made for uh, rohit sharma and all the the lack of clarity between him shastri virat kohli you are shooting your self in the foot if you are indian indian fan unfortunately because you are creating all sort of problems 
before heading into such a series so australia are are absolutely at their best if you look at the team point of view with david warner steve smith manas labashain i think india may have planned for steve smith and david warner but if you don't have a plan for manas labashain you are going indians are going to be on the field for a long time because that dude likes to bat so so you have such players in the team and then you have mitchell stark josh hazelwood pat cummins nathan lane probably on par or maybe better than the indian bowling lineup based on spin because nathan lane over the years has proved to be the best proven to, be, to become the best uh, off spinner in world world cricket i would rate him higher than even ashwin considering that we are playing in australia now if you are playing in india i think i would change the order but uh, considering ashwin's record i hope he actually has a great series uh, in this time around but uh, yeah so it's not going to be easy for india and i think from australian fans if i had to be very blunt and honest if india can compete in this great forget to win the series so some 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 strong words there uh <laughs> if it can compete in this series Yeah. Uh, then they would have done a good job is what Australian fan uh, uh, Raga feels. Uh, I'm a lot more optimistic. Uh, anyways, uh, moving to our uh, final segment. Uh, uh, so basically, I am going to do this activity with you, Raga, where uh, uh, we pick an India-Australia combined eleven together. Okay. Uh, okay. Cool. Oh. Yeah, from from I think both of us probably started watching uh, the India Australia battles from the early 2000s. Uh, yeah. Now, right? So we're going to pick a test team from uh, this. So do you want to go uh, alternate? Yeah, I think alternate would be. I think we can name a 12-man squad. So we have six players each. I guess that would be. Sure. Okay. So, yeah, you, uh, you can start. Yeah, I think first name which comes to my mind is Matthew Matthew Hayden, Hayden as the opener. So one of the openers. Uh, okay. So the other opener from uh, my side would uh, uh, would probably be. uh warner oh nice i was i was actually thinking you would go for uh, probably like <coughs> i'm considering sevag in the sevag yeah mm-hmm. uh but uh, i think uh, the fact that warner the left hander kind of <laughs> that favor yeah anyways Oh, but wait. Yeah. Like Matthew Hayden is 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 on the left. So maybe in 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 that case, it might make more sense to go with Sevag. Okay, sure. Yeah. 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 So either so Hayden Sevag, and I think pretty tough call. Virat Kohli and Ricky Ponting both played at number three, but I have to go for Ricky Ponting because large. I would say 60% or 50% of me being a Australian fan is is because of his captaincy and uh, and and batting across formats, especially in the Test match format. So I think Virat Kohli slightly lesser than Ponting. So my next player in the combined level 12 rather, not 11, is uh, Ricky Ponting from Australia. Okay. Uh I mean I'm surprised you did not consider Rahul Dravid but that's okay. Um mm. I think I think number 4 we have more or less I mean if anyone it's probably Virat Kohli that actually uh, uh like you know gives some competition but otherwise I think there is no one else but such mm. to actually compete for that position. Yeah. Uh so yeah. that's such an effort. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go for uh, very very special Lakshman at five. 
Yeah. I mean, you can you can pick either a specialist batsman or maybe you know uh, a fast bowling all rounder of sorts, maybe. Yeah, whatever works. Hmm. Now I think considering the amount of cricket he has played against India in Australia, I would yeah I would go in for actually a Michael Hussey if you ask me. He okay. has had. I think three series in, in against India, and is not sub some really good knocks. And I think if you are looking at a combined eleven, uh, not only from batting point of view, from a catching and fielding perspective as well, Mike Assi would rank up among the best in the last fifteen twenty years. I think I guess we both would agree on that front. Yeah. And even in a test game, even in a test match, you need somebody to. Finish a game off. So hmm. in a close fourth, the fourth innings. So I guess Michael Assi would be the apt person for it. So I yeah. think at number seven, probably he could juggle the order. Maybe Hussey at six, Gilchrist at seven, depending on the match situation. If you had to call it, Makes sense. Yeah. goes out to play a game. So, but I guess yeah, Michael Assi at seven. Right. So that leaves us with uh, four four bowlers and the twelfth man. Right. Okay. Um, so uh, again, this is specific to India-Australia battles. So, um, uh, so we have, I think, so depending on whether it's in Indian conditions or in Australian conditions, we probably would pick two spinners, two two pacers, or uh, three pacers and one spinner. So, um, I think. Um, my choice for a spinner. I know. I know you really uh, want to go with Shane one, but then uh, uh, I I think I would look to pick between Harbhajan and uh, Kumble. Maybe Kumble would slightly tip because of his performances away from home too. The series right. uh, like in uh, uh, Australia where he took. 24 wickets, and that's something that not many spinners have been able to do. True. Need to take it the or consider the fact that he was the captain when the Monkey Gate scandal happened. Yeah. And exactly. The way the way he came out, the resilience which he showed with the way India came out in Perth and breached the Perth fortress for the first time. So. Truly commendable, and he didn't let his bowling slip, as you perfectly put it. 24 wickets is not easy, as we, I we keep saying. Ashwin is world class, but people don't recognize him as much or laud him as much because mm. of his poor record. Uh, okay. record. Yeah, so they don't talk much about him, but he has also got 28 five wicket hauls. But sadly, 22 I think comes in Asian, Asian, Asian conditions. So. Yeah. Well, 
कुंबले एंड सरप्राइजिंगली और आयरोनिकली ऑस्ट्रेलिया शेन वॉन हैज इन हैड अ ग्रेट टाइम अगेन्स्ट इंडिया इज नॉट गोइंग टू ब्रिंग अप इन दिस टीम बिकॉज आई गोइंग टू पिक इंडिया ऑस्ट्रेलिया कंबाइन इलेवन सो इंडिया अदर टीम शेन around him types but not here because i had a look at the record shane one has been at best modest against india yeah that's true so commendable the way india approached his uh, skill because they played spin really well especially rahul dravid lakshman sachin sachin really loved him in india and even in australia as well so and of course 2003 Four series, he was not there due to the, the b- drug ban. One year ban due to drugs, and hmm. 2008 he had retired. So only series we are looking at from a test perspective in Australia. If we are we are going to make this team, was the 2000 series in Australia where Australia won four nil. So even there he took around 11 or 12 wickets. So that is hardly anything compared to Shane Warne's. Uh, ability so he was not part part of my team anyways so but somebody who's definitely going to be a part of this team is bradley binga without doubt because yeah. let's go back in time in 2000 melbourne test was when bradley announced himself world to world cricket got sachin LBW of a 152 point something kilometer yorker, and then he bounced out Dravid few balls later. He mm-hmm. truly announced himself in 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 the best way possible. So and then there was no looking back, and he had a great uh, career. And more importantly, he is very amicable and very likable character as well. Even if he sledges. It's more on the side of where I like it, as as I told earlier. More banter, more fun and games. So it's not hurting anybody. I mean, he's very and his fondness for India is very well known as well. So definitely, Britley in this team at seven dollar and a very handy batsman as well. So he yeah. had twenty thirty runs as as well for his team. So yeah, that's true. Okay, uh, I will. Go with Jasper, uh, like Jasper Bumra at ten. I mean, he'd probably be the eleventh. But then, uh, since you get the choice for the eleventh, I think uh, I wanted to pick Jasper Bumra. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I think I was confused between three players for eleven. So one is Glenn Magra, or. Hmm. Uh, Mitchell Stark or a Josh Hazelwood, but I think from what I have seen, I think I will go for Josh uh, Hazelwood as my the eleventh thing uh, because he started off in 2014 mm-hmm. and then bagged lot of wickets in that series. Then 18, although Australia lost the series, he took 18 wickets so in the series in right. four games. So and yes, I really like his. approach it's very clinical old fashion hit the deck orchard awesome <clears throat> so he very much reminds you of a glen magra at his peak and glen magra again we need to look at in australia so he hasn't played much like shane one mm. surprisingly 2003 4 series which is my favorite between these two teams in australia both magra and one were in part of the squad So that's why I think Josh Hazelwood has had more game time against India in Australia over the years. So he pips Magra over in two aspects. One is game time, and I think just for the fact that we need to have some players from the current lot as well, like yeah, Bumrah. So I felt I think Hazelwood would be a nice uh, complement. One one ninety have Bumrah's magic. And then you have Hazelwood's calm, steady approach from the from the other end. So it will be nice. Hmm. Right. Okay. So 
2020 game almost. Like he hit 195 in one day in uh, Melbourne, and that actually uh, doesn't get uh, spoken about much. Even now, when you look at all the previews which goes around, Sevag's brilliance just slips away sadly. But I guess when you have Sachin, Dravid, Lakshman, I don't think you can blame the others others as well. But overall, even in the 2008 series, I remember his hmm. fiery innings at the start set it up. Then Dravid was was truly stellar and solid, followed by. Sachin, so overall, if there was one instance which triggered a change in the mindset and how India played in Australia, especially in Test matches, because we are not even talking about other forms here in this episode, it ha- we have to give huge credit to Stevak. So you can either have him, as you said, opening with Hayden, or if you want Warner, which I would also. Not opposed too much, I feel, because Warner is outstanding, and he's go- going to get, I guess, going to get better with with time. He has four five years left in him as well, so you have to put in a saver. So you can't have a combined eleven or twelve without saver. Probably, I would say we can pull out Clark. <laughs> you go from this context. You have Steve Smith. Virat Kohli and and Virendra uh, Sehwag, a fairly good uh, bench side, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, so uh, it, 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 like that, I guess sums up our uh, uh, our eleven. Uh, so, mm. and that is 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 a more wrap to this episode. It's been wonderful hosting you on this show, Raghav. Uh, I do hope we do. <laughs> many more such podcasts yeah definitely and it was great to be on the other side of things again because as i as listeners of cricket unplugged would know last few episodes the host suraj has been missing in action so it is good to be back as a analyst and great to be here in this episode Hmm. Truly, as a Aussie fan. But uh, before we end, I just wanted to know your your uh, expectation from this Indian team uh, because I sense there is a lot of mis mismanagement which is is happening. So I was not too surprised to be honest with the ODA ODA uh, thumping which India got. Uh, okay. So I'm looking at a test series point of view without Virat Kohli. I know Virat Kohli is just one player, and I think to be fair, 2018 series was won because of Pujara's batting and Bumrah's bowling. So mm-hmm. both of them are there. So from that angle, India are in safe hands. But how big a void would Virat Kohli's uh, absence be felt? And again. The uh, or the call the million dollar question. Australia are at the strongest. So, do you actually see India again winning the series this time around? Or so I just wanted Indian fans take before we end this uh, Aussie special. Okay. Uh, so a couple of things. One is uh, I, I do uh, so you you could. Call the current series a thumping? Yes, I mean Australia have clearly been superior, but uh, I also think that you know in flat high-scoring tracks, uh, the toss has a significant role to play in 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 the uh, in, in in the game itself because one team is actually completely out on the field when when the sun is at the ho- like like at its hottest. And uh, uh, like the other team is 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 more or less uh, sitting uh, in 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 their dressing room and then uh, coming on when it's 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 a lot cooler and conditions are nicer to field, right? 
I mean, I, it, like, I, it would be unfair to say that Australia won because of that, but I think that is a factor, especially considering they've won both the tosses. I'm hoping that India wins the toss in the third game. So, uh, it, like, with that aside, from the test series, I think uh, I... Uh, it it will be an interesting test for India, you know. Uh, without like Kohli will be there for one game, and without Kohli and Rohit, the batting order definitely looks weaker. But I think this is an opportunity for a lot of youngsters to step up, like uh, K L Rahul, for example. I think this is a great mm-hmm. opportunity for him to actually cement his position in the team. Uh, and uh, the form that he's he's been in, I don't think it's it's uh, impossible uh, for him to actually do well in the test series. Yeah, yeah mm. that's basically what I'm looking forward to. Mm. Yeah, so that's pretty well summed up. I think there is a lot, I think lot going for Australia. So I think India, in a way, could look at this as a opportunity where, uh, despite coming into this Border Gavaskar series as the champions, having of course won, uh, having creating created history yeah, two years back, but the very very fact that probably not many of many people would expect them to win. Might actually actually help them out here because you know we have a lot of promising talent and I am seriously looking forward to see how as you said KL Rahul tries to he actually got a lucky break I would say in the part of the test team but now that he is in the test team I would really want him to cash in means it'd be a treat to watch or somebody like even a Mayank Agarwal the way he is playing since the last. Australia tour when he came out in the last two games. Since mm. then, his transformation as a overall player, not only a test match player, the way he played for Kingsley and Punjab as well, clearly mm. says that he has a gear up, up one notch above than what he actually is capable of. Lot of small small player matchups, player battles is something which I'll be. Really looking forward to, and uh, of course, the pinnacle of, of, of all would be, in my opinion, Josh Hazelwood versus Virat Kohli and Jasprit Bumrah versus Steve Smith. Mm. That is certainly going to be something. I'm, I'm already excited. I, I'm almost transported to the December 17th already, as yeah. I, as I speak. So, really looking forward to it, and yeah, as I said, great to have, uh, the opportunity, I would say, to, to present of my point of view as a Aussie fan, and as you said, being a Indian, being uh, followed Indian cricket from small age, it's very rare you find a Australian fan. But I don't think if you look around, there will be many people who support. Actually, nowadays there are many people who support England, South Africa, and of course India. Trump, Predominantly, but it's not only India. So that way, it's not a new concept now. But I think I have been slightly off uh, off the normal path you have to say from a long time. And I think it's a lot of it's all all about the game in the end of the day. If you like certain players, the way a certain team goes about it, I don't think we should. And I this as a part of this point earlier. I think I want to end this episode. That when team is going through its down downward spiral, it's easy to leave them. They're saying, ah, they're, they're waste. Let's move on. Australian 2011-14 to 14 was looked down upon by Indian media especially. I was not surprised one bit because Australia dominated world cricket for so long. They're waiting for the downward spiral. So Australia was marked on marked upon it was for first few series it felt bad but then I knew that there was something coming up so I was as I pointed earlier 
in our uh, conversation. I was a passive supporter at that time because there was support as such. But then you look at Indian team under Dhoni's captaincy in Test matches from 2012 to 14. They lost 14 matches. But there are people like you and Lacks and Crows of them who still support India. Same logic applies here. So they had their worst face go by. They had a ball tampering scandal and they came out clean through the do- documentary, which I also would highly recommend for all people who want to know what goes behind our constructing a cricket team. Forget the Australian team. So that is a nice watch from that angle. So this, all these factors which make it make my loyalty stay even now. If not as strong as the 2000s to 2010, 11, 12-ish period, it is still very much there because of this. Because I have seen how people have treated, as I told, Marcus North, Nathan Horitz, Douglas Bollinger, uh, Ben uh, Hilfenhaus, Cameron White, all these players are good players. But they don't they don't represent the Australia I was a fan or, or or I am a fan of. So that was not a transition phase. That was truly a what do you call it? A disgusting and a period which Australian cricket would want to forget. So mm-hmm. I think keeping all these factors, the highs, lows, everything, I think world cricket is in a good good place now. When you look at Australia or India. We know we, we we are not going into this test the series with a clear clear favorite. Although I feel Australia will have it easier because the middle order looks very weak for India without a Kohli. But there is a opportunity in adversity. This is a perfect example of that. KL Rahul Rane, even Shubman Gill could be do could become the next stars for India. So it's a great chance, but. Uh, on paper, when you know that Virat Kohli is not going to be part of the team in the next four, three games, I think Australia would fancy themselves. So, it would be great if India can push push Australia and even it would be fantastic if they can win a couple of games. I think a drawn series would be cherry on a cake, I think, in what has been a very different and a weird year. 2020. Yeah, so I think it would be a very great way to end the year. If India could win probably the first test and because the second test would end by the end of the year in uh, MCC, the <laughs> age-old iconic Boxing Day test at MCC. So I guess if the, this series could be placed at 1-1 as we head into the next year, it would be a perfect way to end this year, I guess. From a sporting point of view and Overall, as as well, so lots to look forward. To, I guess, yeah, great, great doing this episode for sure. Yeah, uh, thanks yeah. so much, Vagas. Thank um, you, thank you.